My friends, in this video that I'm recording live on Twitch, uploading on my YouTube and putting on my podcast, The Jerry Banfield Show, we're talking about the value of uh, disobedience, especially things like civil disobedience and the courage it takes when it seems like everyone is thinking the same thing and doing the same thing, but that doesn't feel right to you for you to go a different way. And uh, this is something we... As a society, we've been raised to value obedience very highly. In fact, I, the main thing they seem to teach in school is obedience. That if you do what you're told, you get an A. If you do what you're told, like my son is four years old and you do what you're told and you get to go to the treasure box. You do what you're told and you get to be the line leader. You don't do what you're told and now you're a bad boy and you get yelled at. Our society collectively values obedience a bit too much. And one of the things we really need collectively as a society, we need civil disobedience. So to say, look, I don't agree with this or I'm not going to go along with it. Because in the rest of our society, obedience is prized way too much. And uh, this, if you look at some of the worst things that have happened in history, many of the worst things that have happened in history, it's because people were way too obedient. For example, you look at things like the Holocaust, that only was able to happen because people were so obedient. Uh, you can imagine a lot of people in Germany didn't agree with what was going on, but they didn't do anything to stop it either. And they did go along with things that they found disagreeable, that they found disgusting, that they thought were wrong, but they just went along with them anyway. And over the last uh, three years, we've seen a lot of policies that many of us have found disagreeable throughout the world, and we've been challenged. Like for me personally, I found the masks very disagreeable and uh, I refuse to comply and be obedient. I refuse to wear a mask because I'm like, I don't agree with this and I don't care who says what on what. I don't care who an authority says anything. I don't agree with this. I won't comply. I will do everything I can to actively resist this. And some people were very nasty to me about it you know you're hurting people there's no proof of that but the, there were some people who were very nasty about it and uh, were confrontational and i that was the first time in my life i'd been in a position where i felt very strongly against what was going on and it was uncomfortable now as a kid, I obviously felt very strongly against some of my father's parenting policies at times. But as a grown-up, that was the first time that I ever felt the law was really not in the right place. And it was uncomfortable to uh, go into places where you got signs up to say mask required. And, and for me, it was essentially a lose-lose. Like I either put the mask on and go along with it and I feel like I'm doing myself wrong or I don't wear it, or I do wear or so either I wear it and I feel like I'm mistreating myself and going against what I think is right, or I don't wear it and now I have to get in conflict with people who are just going along and doing what they're told. And something I found very interesting is I noticed the people who most wanted to disobey, 
the people who just purely, for example, agreed with things, like the people who thought, you know, let's wear these masks, it's the right thing to do, they weren't so much of a problem. They often would leave me alone and just let me go along being disobedient. But it was the people who felt the same way I did that didn't want to do it, but they just were going along with it anyway. They often were the most confrontational and nasty. And I found that out because I'd ask. You know, they'd get all upset and I'm like, why is this such a big deal to you? Like, what what difference does it make? And they, they told me, they're like, I don't want to do this either, but we have to do this. And I said, no, we don't have to do this. Just because someone in authority is saying you have to do this, it doesn't mean you have to do it. it. Just because someone in power says, well, you need to, no, I don't care. Make, come make me. Make me do it. Make me wear this. Not wearing it unless you make me somehow. And it, it was very interesting for me to observe that Often, those of us that most want to be disobedient, but we withhold ourselves from being disobedient, we often are the most confrontational and problematic with other people. And that helped me learn a lot of compassion and love and tolerance for others. It was also a difficult lesson, though. It was a difficult time, and I'm glad we seem to have collectively made it through that and be in a much better place today. Still, it's extremely important to consider the value of civil disobedience, that we don't want to just blindly comply with things that we don't agree with. We need to be able to be disobedient. My father, I was being very disobedient when I was a child. You know, he, I would run off in the store from my parents. My father would tell me to do one thing, and I would do the exact opposite. I was a very disobedient child many times. And my father put me in my room for a month and he made me write obedience to obey thousands of times. Would not even let me have dinner with the family and his goal was to break me and make me obedient. And it worked for a time. It worked for a while. But then I was drawn to alcoholism. And this is why many of us are drawn to addictions because addictions is a way of being disobedient. Addiction like drinking alcohol, taking drugs, is a way of being uh, saying screw you to the society. Now, not like occasionally having one drink. I'm not talking about occasionally having one drink. Like once a month, you have a drink. Like that's not being disobedient. Drinking a whole bunch of liquor every single night. That's a way of being disobedient. Getting hammered all the time, you know, smoking a bunch of weed, doing all kinds of drugs. That is a rebellion. And uh, I, even though my father tried very hard to break me of my disobedience, I was constantly looking for an out. And as soon as I left home, I found alcohol and uh, that was my way of being disobedient. That Look, I'm going to do what I want to. I don't care what you want me to do. I'm going to do what I want to do. And uh, the uh, we want to be able to be disobedient. 
but we don't want to do it in a way that purely harms ourselves. We want to, there's a place to be obedient and to comply and go along. And there's a place to be disobedient and say, look, I don't agree with this and I'm not going to comply with it. And over the last two years, I found a nice balance of, for example, I refused to comply with the mass and uh, I found a grocery store I could go to that was outside that generally wouldn't be too much of a pain about me not wearing a mask. I found Alcoholics Anonymous meetings that were outside so that I could go to the meeting without having people get all upset and yell at me and and it was very nice to to adjust my own life to handle these things instead of just being obedient and to me, if you're being obedient in a circumstance where you highly disagree with it, you're disrespecting yourself and you're hurting other people because what you can see is when groups of us all refuse to be obedient, then the system starts making some real change. Like when you've got entire states like Florida that start saying, you know what, screw this, all this crap you all are doing, we're not going along with it. Like. The governor of Florida signed an executive order banning school districts from forcing kids to wear masks for a second year. And he's getting my vote again. I'm like, that was really, a, that was awesome. I mean, to me, having kids wear masks is absolutely stupid and insane. And uh, there's, I will... I prayed every day to please end that stupid crap. And the the disobedience empowers other people. For example, there was one country in the Holocaust. There was one country in the Holocaust that did not send any Jews to the gas chambers. Just one country. And you know why? Because when the Nazis came rolling in... And the Nazis said, you're going to load these Jews on that train and send them off. There were people who said, no, you run the trains yourself. We're not doing your dirty work. You want them on these trains? You put them on the trains. You drive the trains there. We will not run the trains for you. You can do whatever you want to us. You can threaten us. You can kill us. We will not do your dirty work. And that one country, I would love if somebody remembers exactly which country that was. That one country, no, the Holocaust was not able to happen in that country because the people there said, no, we're not going along with this crap. And that's the value of civil disobedience, of being able to... Uh, that, that's why we need to be civilly disobedient. We need to be able to say no when things are wrong. And it's, it's absolutely essential. So I want to encourage you to have the courage to disobey when your heart is telling you, look, this is wrong. And this can be challenging because it could be someone you love that's saying, look, you need to do this. And you say, no, I don't want to do that. Or it could be someone in authority telling you, you have to do this. It could be a law. 
I think one of the best things we can do is be very aware of of opportunities where okay this is an opportunity to be civilly disobedient and this is a time when it's important for me to not just play along and to not go along with what everybody else is telling me to do but to really honor myself and look within and say what is the right thing to do right here like what is the right thing for me to do in this circumstance to honor myself and to honor everybody else so I'm proud that I've maintained my civil disobedience, especially when it's hard. Because sometimes it is, it's scary. Sometimes it can be very scary to go against what everybody else is seeming to do. But I hope by having this conversation today, I hope by having this conversation today that next time there's an opportunity and your, your heart and soul is saying, look, I need to be disobedient here. I, I can't go along with this. I won't go along with this. It's wrong. It's stupid. I don't agree with it. I hope this conversation helps you have the courage to, to go forward with that because the people who hold back in that scenario are often the enforcers of whatever is actually wrong. Isn't that crazy? Like the people who are really wanting to be disobedient and not go along with things are often the exact ones, in my experience, that are most likely to commit the atrocities on somebody else. To be the one who's, who's mistreating everybody else, which is crazy. So I'm super grateful today to have this conversation. I hope it makes a big difference in your life. It's certainly... It's been a huge part of my life. And it's been something that I've worked on since being a kid is being Now what I did as a kid was kind of just blind blatant disobedience all the time. Like let me just be a pain in the butt, you know, constantly. And we don't want to do that either. There's a time and place like the civil rights movement, you know, that's the time and place to be civilly disobedient. And at the time, the civil rights movement was demonized. There were lots of people who said it was horrible and they were wrong. But we have much more equality today because people have refused to accept inequality. So thank you for being a part of this conversation. I hope it leaves you inspired. And I look forward to being here for more of these with you.